Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our fourth episode. Is this our fourth? I think this is third, our fourth. Third. Wait, this is our fourth? third? No, 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 this fourth. is our fourth. Fourth. Episode. Wait a second. No, it this is? is our fourth. Fourth episode. Oh my goodness, it is. So today we're going to be talking about our class choices, specifically APs, and um, basically what we liked, what we didn't like, and our general experience with the class. So let's intru- introduce ourselves one more time. I'm Laura. I'm Cameron. I'm Justin. And I'm Young Kwan. Yay. And so I'm going to begin with WAP. If you don't know, WAP is AP World History. And, you know, so this year I tried to take, like, a good balance of classes. Like, I wanted a bit of science. I wanted a bit of humanities. Like, I just kind of wanted everything because I really didn't – I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, so I took WAP. And overall experience with the class, I don't know, like – I realized that I don't really like the subject of history that much. There were parts of WAP that were super interesting and I did enjoy, but um, for a lot of the units, it was really boring to me. <laughs> like, that that's just my personal experience with it. The class itself is... I wouldn't... The tests are can get kind of difficult if you don't read the chapters. Okay, also, if you're taking WAP, get ready to read about 30 pages a night and oh i oh, no, yeah i think apish kids have to do the same thing yeah um and let me tell you those 30 pages will they are probably the most mind numbing things i've ever read and it's not that it's badly written or that it's boring it's just extremely long and then seeing how many pages it is is just really like daunting yeah it's really daunting and you gotta get discouraged so um if you're okay with a lot of reading a lot of reading every night WAP should be fine for you but I know that I like there were weeks where I just didn't read any of the chapters and I just had no idea what was going on um so if you have the discipline to read every night I'd say WAP is good for you even so, I still did pretty well in the class. Like, even though I didn't read a lot, I was still able to prepare well enough for the tests and quizzes. So it's not that bad. How difficult was it catching back up on the Oh, readings? okay. Those were, yeah. There were, like, a lot of chapters that I still haven't read. You know? Like, for the AP Same. test, honestly, okay. What saved my life was this YouTube channel called Heimler's History. Heimler's oh, History. Okay. Heimler. <laughs> Dude, he 
Okay, he just, like, lays down all the information in max, like, ten minutes for every part of a chapter. And then he makes it engaging enough that it's not boring. There are some jokes that are, like, cringy, but honestly, with the amount of information that he gives, it's totally worth it. Because reading the chapters is a really great way to to be or to get super detailed knowledge behind this history just gives you the facts that you need to know and like the basic trends you know like trading trends and um whatever religion whatever like he'll give you just the basic information and he'll be like that's really all you need and that's true Mm -hmm. i think i did all right this year on ap world history because today or not today (laughs) this year was just a dbq so um oh yeah with yeah. the test changes mm-hmm. yeah test for because yeah. corona and everything so homeless history helps me so much when preparing because i remember i did not remember any of the units beforehand so mm-hmm. keep in mind homeless history is good um mm-hmm. another thing do you think that oh, it might be because you said it was like 10 minutes or less right do you think that it might sometimes be too fast for some people um, like it's shooting out information really quickly 0.75 speed no yeah (laughs) that's what i do with crash (laughs) course sometimes yeah sometimes i do have to actually slow it down in order to because i take notes on my computer so when i was at home preparing for the ap test i would slow him down and i would take notes at the same time as he was talking because if i put it at normal speed like i would not be able to catch everything and i would have to pause and go back but take notes on him because when you read it back it like makes a lot lot more sense and it just like it sticks in your brain more so because watching Heimless History but only watching you're bound to forget a lot of the information but if you're like writing it out and especially making your own sentences to it you're more likely to remember the information so that's what I figured out um but yeah going back to the chapters I, I know I'm like constantly talking about them but they're a big part of the class um i'd say honestly just skimming like the chapter titles and a bit of each like section in the in the chapter you'll be okay yeah i don't know i did fine so i think everyone will be okay so, yeah, I've heard from yeah, I've heard of them from a couple of my friends who take WAP that uh, like the because you guys I think you guys go into like a more diversified like like civilizations mm-hmm. than just a push. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's like a big factor in the class and why people would want to take it? Actually, yeah, because I knew I wanted to take WAP because I was like, who the heck would want to learn only about U.S. history? That's so boring. <laughs> that was my <laughs> sorry, but. Like, I, I was thinking, like, why would you just focus on one singular country? And I thought it was really, like, Eurocentric or Americentric. So I was like, you know what? I want to learn about China and Japan and African settlements. Like, I want to, I don't know. I just wanted to learn about more. Also, I knew that they were going to talk about Turkey and the Ottoman Empire. And I, you know, I kind of wanted to hear about that. So, um, cool. yeah. Cool. So I'd say take WAP. If you're kind of like me and you're trying to figure out uh, what you want to major in, but also don't take WAP if you know that your your future does not lie in the humanities because it's just kind of a waste of your time. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess for A push, 
That that's A push is the other uh, AP is history. That's the other history class, AP history class that's offered. And that the the difference between OLAP and A push, especially, I feel like is the time period. It's really condensed. So maybe in a DBQ prompt, you would um, in a DBQ prompt you would talk about for WAP over the course of a thousand years, whereas here it's from okay maybe from between fifty to hundred years. And I actually A push was probably my favorite class, and I loved I loved learning about U.S. history because. I think for me it was interesting because I saw clearly how, like, in my life, how maybe history has impacted it. Um, and it was also just, yeah, I felt like it was more applicable, plus the teacher was really awesome. But the thing about APUSH, too, is that um, for me, at least, uh, you get these thing, uh, this thing called AMSCO, right? So it's a lot of reading at night, and you just learn about your unit. For me, it was really important to do AMSCO. I know some kids don't do it all, and they'll just do a lecture. It works for them, really. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I had to take detailed notes on it and take a few hours, but um, it really paid off, and I felt more prepared for the test and the AP test because that gets into the specifics. And Miss Leverett or wh- whoever, whichever teacher you get, right, they go in with the intention expecting you to do your reading, and that's like what the demands of an AP course are: is you you should come prepared. You know, it's a college course. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would like to talk about that also because I think a push is one of those like signature classes of a signature example of AP classes where if you really exert effort into it, you do really well. And if you don't, that's kind of the other extreme. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely, one of, when I was going into APUSH, I didn't really think I was going to enjoy it. I just took it because, I mean, mm-hmm. 10th grade history, I just, I just took 10th grade, 10th grade history, uh, which was about like more about the US. So I thought it would be a nice bridgeway than if I had to take WAP. But I actually ended up um, like enjoying the course very mm-hmm. much. I think mainly because the course isn't, uh, it wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting a very like, like American centralized perspective, mm-hmm. like talking about more about the good sides. It was not really not that. It was like in the course, you really start to learn to like analyze and sometimes even criticize even very heavily totally. some of the decisions made in the Americas. And I think that is definitely a big factor that like we don't, we often neglect today. Mm. And I think it's through this that we can learn to better like make decisions and political decisions or whatever. Like it, no matter what you support, I think it's always important to look back on mistakes. I think it's a big factor. And I I feel like a lot of people, they think that, oh, you already know American history, you know it. I lived here. We've taken it before, but there was so much I did not know before this course because they go into a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. I learned so much in this course, and for especially at Northwood, both of the teachers that teach this course, um, Lever and Huang, they're both so incredible, and I think either of them will prepare you for the test. And we're really thankful, at least that in the A push department, we have good teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then going back on what Cameron mentioned before, mm-hmm. while like WAP is more of the you learn the plethora of civilizations over a broad time scale, because a push American history in general is condensed into very short amount of time. Or like American history is really not that not during a lot of time. You learn to go into a lot of depth over a very short amount of time. Like for example, yeah. when in WAP over two hundred years, Cameron mentioned this. Two hundred years will be considered a period. In like A push, five or ten years will be like yeah. a monumental like like turning point throughout yeah, the yeah. different periods. And I think 
um, the analysis of such like like nuanced uh, events is also like it's kind of the other extreme of the web, but it's definitely also enjoyable to like a certain group of people. Another um, thing is that I guess if you want to talk about technicalities, I just remembered this. A push, mm-hmm. you're gonna remember more dates and more yeah. um, hard yeah. like yeah. okay, this person was president at this point. I think like facts. Yeah, yeah. Like more facts. hard facts. Mm-hmm. WAP, it's not it's more trends and patterns mm-hmm. than okay. facts. And mm-hmm. it's learning mm-hmm. how to compare different time periods. It's learning how to compare different types of civilizations. Basically it's like a more broad like pattern way of mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. A push is more like, I think from what I've heard, A push is more like hard facts, and it's more like you analyze a pattern of one country, but you get so in depth that you can be able to criticize it and everything. But for WAP, it was more objective, I think. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. And then for the AP test, um, I would say, uh, like kind of similar to WAP's AP test, um, this year it was also only one DBQ, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this. I think I've actually made it quite a bit easier. Um, I think I would have struggled a bit more if I had to do like a, a lot more essays. But saying this from like assumption that you would have to take the normal test, that is um, DBQ, LEQ, SAQ, and yeah, multiple choice. choice. Um, I think it's definitely a challenge that requires you to pay attention throughout the year and not like oh um, like a month or a week or a day before the test so it's it's a long time of investment working into a push but if you do that will make oh okay same thing for web if like let's say we're talking about a normal year so not with the corona test like change um Mm -hmm. make sure you're studying because for web the earlier units are the most obscure ones in that like you don't really know what's happening like it's more just like oh you know christianity spread like it was it's less like um it's harder to remember because it's more obscure and it's like so far back that nobody's really like learned about it before so study the first like i'd say one to three units while you're learning like units five and four because um you need to remember those for the ap test and it's so hard to cram right before so don't Mm -hmm. just remember like to always look back so i'd say for advice for uh tests right how to prep for a test use your teachers because they majored in the subject. They know it, right? If my mm-hmm. friend and I had a question, we'd go to her before lunch or before tutorial and say, okay, can you clarify this for us? Um, for me, Quizlets were my savior because oh, I, I, I put up a key term and say, okay, what do I write everything I know about it? Review your lecture notes. Um, go to, or even if you don't have love, right? Go to their tutorial and they'll mm-hmm. usually lecture you on. Mm-hmm. And also, usually if you don't know it, maybe someone else will. So definitely rely on mm-hmm. your classmates. Did I get that all the Justin? Yeah, vocab cards as well, stuff like that. How um how helpful would you guys say uh concept maps are? Because for me, they sometimes they didn't sometimes they were like all right, but most of the time they didn't really work well for me. It's kind of like the extremes. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do all. That. It's kind of like the extremes for me. For some units, they're really really helpful, but for some, it's like I pick and choose. Like I was like, yeah. well, I think I know this. I don't. One thing that is helpful, especially for the AP test, huge thing. 
uh, make timelines. Then they asked you to do that too. Um, oh, thankfully, yeah. this year was open though, so I made timelines for all the units. But that's definitely a big thing because that just hypes you in your mind chronologically mm-hmm. to consider like what events intersect with each other. And yeah, so mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's mostly it for a push that I missed. Also for okay. WAP, I just remembered this. I'm so sorry, but for WAP, <laughs> it's fine. Key terms are so important because mm-hmm. not only are key terms like really easy to like pull and like just throw into a dbq or or essay or whatever it's also like just looking at a key term and like let's say you see the key term in a text you can automatically remember what time period it's from what was happening during this time like for example chinampas were um i think that's what they were called chinampas were the aztec um gardens that they would make in water i know it sounds really like stupid and obscure but they were really important because it makes you remember like the agricultural um developments of the aztecs and um basically it makes you remember about the aztecs and you're like oh yeah a bunch of spaniards came and you know colonized them and everything so um key terms are super important for wap Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure they're super important for apish too Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, know those Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's the exact same for a push too. Because you have to, um, when you're writing your essays, um, you have to use them. Yeah, yeah, you have to basically throw all of them as many as you can onto the paper, like with meaning. Mm-hmm. But if accurately. More, yeah, accurately. Um, then it helps solidify your argument too. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Okay. So next on our list, we have uh, AP Physics. Um, so for Northwood, that's AP Physics 1. Uh, I know they're adding AP Physics C, E, and M next year, but we haven't taken it. So not, not our problem. OK. Uh, AP Physics <laughs> 1. Justin, you want to you wanna start with that one? Um, yeah, so algebra-based. Um, it is algebra-based, uh, as the name suggests. Um, wow. Matsuda, so our teacher from Matsuda, right? Um, she explains with calculus sometimes, but it's only so because she kind of has to include it. But like you don't have to actually understand any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what helped for me with for preparing was um, I work, I study, or I did a lot better by um, using online sources. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would learn a bunch of well, basically learn everything online by myself because it was a lot quicker for me and. Um, and I understood better. And then when I went into class, I would I would just go to like uh, double check everything and make sure that I got it all. And also like um, do the uh, practice problems a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, in the labs, dude. Uh, <laughs> the labs. <laughs> was it a big chunk of our grade? I don't quite remember. But it, basically, it was, yeah, yeah, it was like twenty-ish, uh, twenty-five. Really? Oh, shit. I think. Yeah. Was, so. Yeah. Um, we ha- basically we have a one like one lab for every chapter or like mm-hmm. unit, um, and it's it's um it's skill based, right? And Matsuda makes a really big deal out of it. So you, and you have to um like really pay attention to ev- like everything she says to um she says to criticize you. I guess you have mm-hmm. to pay attention to all of her um, instructions, notes, like every mm-hmm. single thing. Uh, so you can get the most points you can get for that category. I guess my biggest tip for AP Physics, and I definitely agree with Justin, is that you have to really be meticulous and you have to really 
like listen to instructions closely because like um I'm mean, sometimes just one wrong thing that you could do is what separates you from like a terrible like a failed lab to an excellent lab and um that applies to like just normal classes as well because um Dr. Matsuda is quite strict like with um how you present your work, how you do your graphs, yeah. um, uh, regarding oh, how, you, how you answer your uh, explanations, right? Mm -hmm, definitely, these are all things that she's like quite picky about. So make sure to like listen on what specific instructions she has. And um, for the content, um, I personally uh, was relatively okay with the content. I felt pretty okay with most of the tests, except for some of the first ones. Um, and if you don't do as well with some of the like the beginning, the tests in the beginning, don't feel bad about it because a lot of people do. Uh, and it's just something that you need to get used to. Um, physics is like a, it's like a, it's like a slightly um, different test format. I would just say that. <laughs> and then how about the AP test? How do you think about the AP test, Justin? Um, I think it really depends on um how how well you understand uh the concepts because there's a bunch of equations and stuff right mm -hmm. i mean like sure you can memorize all that but all that stuff but uh really if you understand the concepts better um like so if the core of the test is concepts and you have that down then equations will just come like more naturally because you understand mm -hmm. why it works and then with that the test will be a lot easier mm -hmm. um so yeah, for knowing the concepts really helped for me. Um, so it wasn't really that bad. Mm -hmm. um, but I know some people who are like more worried about oh, like equations and um, all these values and when to use like variable some certain variables and things like that, and they didn't really know the concepts that well. Yeah, they didn't really do as well. Um, even though the test this year was supposed to be a bit easier because <laughs> they changed it. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. I think this this year, I think was a, AP Physics one test was a, like one of the bigger changes because normally you would actually have to give a numeric answer to like questions, your free response questions. But this year it was like um, to prevent cheating and stuff. I suppose it was like totally all conceptual. It is about like yeah. it was all about the relationship between this factor and this factor and this variable and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I think for algebra-based, it's more important to know your like concepts and relationships rather than the formulas yeah. because the formulas are all not that bad and you can like it's it, they're all pretty easy to remember. Um, yeah, you can I, like mnemonics to remember them easier too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely, and then Dr. Masuda also does a good job, relatively good job of providing you for, with formula sheets, like specific formula sheets for each unit. So oh, yeah. that kind of helps. <laughs> and also in class, um, she. Okay, so on the test, you have to be really well at explaining, mm -hmm. um, yeah. like explaining your thought process and explaining the concepts and also explaining how to do certain lab or because you have to like make up your own lab uh, mm -hmm. lab process. Mm -hmm. um, so in class, she provide she um, gives a lot of uh, opportunities for you to um, try like participate, I guess, and mm -hmm. try and give your shot at um, like explaining a concept or mm -hmm. things like that. And um, if you're naturally good at like explaining things and know like the really know the connections between all the concepts, then you might not have to participate as much. Um, like 
I kind of didn't participate at all the whole year. Uh, but uh, for some people, like, I know, um, wait, Yongkwan, you participate a lot, right? Um, and in yeah, the end, did it pay off? Like, how well did it help? How much did I it think, help? I think it did. I think in the beginning, there was a lot of mistakes on my part. But yeah, I mean, sure. and Dr. Matsuda is sometimes, like, she, like, points out your mistakes a little bit more bluntly but i think it definitely pays off oh, yeah. to like making these mistakes in class and then for the explaining part i definitely feel like she focuses a lot practicing those in like in class like even more than even more than like practicing like n- numeric questions and that's a big focus on her test as well since basically every question you have to explain how you got to an answer so i think it's definitely worth it yeah. And I think maybe the last thing about this, uh, about physics is mm-hmm. uh, is super blunt. Um, just don't take it, like, don't don't think that she hates you or anything. Uh, don't take it personally. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. She doesn't hate you. Don't worry. She just, doesn't uh, hate you. Yeah, she's just really blunt about yeah. everything. Super honest. Which is good in some aspects, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it's really good because, yeah, I don't like... Uh, sugar coating you know <laughs> mm-hmm. all right we'll move on to the next one um which is uh, ap chemistry and uh uh i will be talking to myself for this one and um okay so uh i didn't take ap chemistry in northwood particularly but i was there for a lot of the classes because of some other reasons for clubs and stuff so uh i feel pretty qualified for this one so um for the stem for the stem the sciences um it's pretty similar in between for the labs for the for the lab portions of the class labs are always going to be like a good chunk of your grade so you make sure to do well on them Uh, for chemistry uh there is a very hard rule that whenever there's a lab you have to wear um long long sleeves long pants and then, and then, uh, like close toe shoes to pre- protect uh, yourself. And uh, this is actually enforced with a like a, a great penalty if you don't follow this. So make sure whenever you have a lab day, you wear uh, your long pants and close shoes. And um, for the classes and the content uh, presented in the classes, uh, I honestly think that Mr. Monge is a really great teacher, and um, the content presented. Uh, is going to seem a little bit overwhelming in the beginning of the year, but I think it gradually gets easier because I think chem is, AP Chem is one of those classes that uh, builds up. And then as your knowledge builds up, the difficulty will eventually go down, uh, actually, I think. So um, I think that's pretty much for the content. Um, Mr. Monge also makes... Really, uh, makes sure that he posts um, extra like lecture notes, handwritten lecture notes, and like uh, tips um, for sample questions online. And definitely make sure to practice those. And then uh, I know, I think actually, I, I'm not sure, but I think some of the homework for AP Chem, like the nightly homework, is optional. And um, uh, another nice part about Mr. Mosh, but uh, I think it's definitely important to do a lot of practice problems. So even though they're optional, make sure to at least get in some of them just so to make sure you know the content because again, uh, it really comes to show when, you ha- when you're up against the test. And uh, um, about the AP test, 
the AP Chem test actually this year I thought was pretty manageable. It was it was pretty okay. Um, yeah, that's it, it's also this year due to the Corona thing. It was focused to be a lot more about concepts rather than numerics, and I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I mean, knowing the concepts is basically like halfway there for most of most of the the sciences. So. And then and once you know the equations, it's just about plugging numbers after you know the concepts. Um, I wouldn't stress too much about it if you really did your practice problems during class, um, but like I wouldn't advise trying to cram for it <laughs> like uh, months before. Would you, say, um, would you say this year's chem test was easier? Or harder than the previous, like normal tests. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I've done uh, practice tests, like normal length ones from past years, and um, personally, for me, I, I really struggle with long tests because I, I get distracted easily. Totally, yeah. And uh, I, I like basically, I, I guess this is really called like falling asleep during mm -hmm. the test, but like not falling right. asleep. Not falling asleep is just losing so much concentration and ending up wasting time and then like getting exhausted by the end. Yeah. So your basically. brain like stops working basically. So I think definitely the shorter test uh, was a huge benefit for me. And then um, uh, I think the only thing that was kind of a pain was that the time is going to be a little bit tight if you take the modified version, the one that's online. On the real AP test, I was pretty. I, I had I had a good amount of time for each question to go back and review. For this year's, it wasn't as it was a little bit tighter. Yeah. Also, um, I'm not. I didn't take AP Chem at all, but I'm taking Chem at IVC right now, so it's like still college yes. level chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, on okay, a YouTube channel that helped me a lot <laughs> was he, he's this guy called Tyler Dewitt, and he basically teaches almost every concept about chemistry and it's mostly like the basic like intro ones but if you're having difficulty with like for example like the basics of stoichiometry or like redox reactions like things like that um he's really helpful because he has like this whole like paper slide layout and he explains it really really well and really slowly especially if you need to <laughs> like I don't know, because I, I know when I get explained to it, like, slowly, it makes me, I feel like I understand it more, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. he's really helpful. Tyler DeWitt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Also for, yeah, also for one more tip about chem, um, it's really, really important that you do and understand your summer assignments really well for chem in particular, because stoichiometry and nomenclature are your bread and butter throughout the class it's if you don't know them then it's gonna be difficult <laughs> so make sure to really focus um during the summer even though it's hard and um, know your stuff yeah uh, i forgot to say one more thing about uh physics actually because <laughs> i heard you talk about some like uh online sources right uh one helpful physics youtube channel is called we are showboat um, so check that out definitely mm -hmm. also it helps a lot if you're doing if you end up also taking C mechanics too mm -hmm. or ENM alongside physics one yeah so okay. I guess next is AP Enviro yay so that's me and Cameron um do you want to start or do you want me to start you can start okay 
I I actually really liked AP Enviro. Um, I thought the class itself, it's even though it's considered like the easy AP class, it's still really interesting to me. I don't know, like I yeah. thought the concepts were super relevant and more applicable to daily life than maybe chemistry <laughs> or something, which isn't bad. But dig, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. But I meant like, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know, but. Enviro really changed my worldview because when I walked into Enviro, I was like, you know, why are we even trying to save the world? Like, we're all gonna die anyways. Like, look at nice. the state of this planet. Like, who cares? That's kind of the <laughs> mentality that I was in. It was really cynical, I know, but the the class actually gave me hope for a better future, and I do want to pursue it in the future. At least I'm planning to. Who knows what'll happen, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought Enviro was super, super interesting. The class itself, even though there are actually some quizzes that were really difficult. Like, I'm not yeah. going to lie. There were some, like, even though it's considered, like, an easy class, and it's because she gives, like, a good amount of extra credit, and also the projects and labs right, are pretty, right. it's it's pretty easy. I, I'm not going to lie. Because it's conceptually easy to understand. But there are some quizzes and some parts of tests that can actually get pretty difficult. So it's still something you need to put work in. It's not just like a, you know, it's not just something, it's not just a class that's like, oh, I'll be fine if I don't do anything. Not really. That's a big thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people, with the idea that it's an easy AP, right? Maybe the, this is is what they mean. The concepts are easier to understand. Because it's not Mm -hmm. like, because the concepts are facts, you know? It's like, okay, well, this is it. Oh, okay. But the thing is, it's a lot of reading. She, yeah. she just assigned so much reading a night. And it's like, you have to catch yourself up on that. Um, so that's, a, that's I think, if the tests are challenging, that's why they would be. Because there's a lot of content mm-hmm. to memorize. And people think, oh, it's just like food chains. Like the nitrogen cycle, it's, it's, it's just annoying. Because there's yeah. so many sp- little specifics and a lot of things um, they have to consider. But I agree with Laura. The class, a lot of it is really applicable to daily life and just kind of, you know, watching your overall consumption of certain things. And it changes how you think about things. Um, the teacher specifically, I mean, we have different views on her. I feel like, I think she's better individually. So if you are struggling on a topic, go there for tutorial or really ask, ask your classmates and stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, she doesn't always get things very clearly. She doesn't say things very clearly the first time, you know, to the class. I'm, at least that's my like uh yeah yeah i kind of agree with that um i'd say like a lot of the time with enviro it's a lot of self-studying actually mm-hmm. she'll yeah. lecture to you like mrs o i love mrs o she's so, she's really sweet um i think she's a great teacher but she'll really only lecture to you for like the first few months and then later it's just kind of watching videos and um taking notes on them um, another thing about Enviro is, like, a lot of the concepts tie together throughout units, so it's kind of like WAP in there, but, um, it's like, you do have to remember, because, like, let, you, you learn about the nitrogen cycle and the other geochemical cycles, um, in, like, the beginning of the year, but those will always come later, and they'll keep, like, or they're, like, recurring when mm-hmm. it comes to different units. So I guess that makes it easier to study for the AP test because you're just re-jogging your memory. But um, yeah, so a lot of the concepts 
there are many different facts that just kind of fit together as a puzzle piece. And, um, yeah. 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 Yeah, that would make sense for Enviro because everything on Earth is like connected, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say, um, are there are there any alternatives to reading to the readings? Because you said there's a lot every night, right? Mm. There is a ton. I don't. Here's the thing: the, the textbook says it best. You can't do not go in the class expecting that you can skip the reading every night because that's not how it works. That's mm. how you learn, and that's what the she doesn't really give you lectures, you know. And the labs are based off the last night's reading. It's really important you do your reading. Um, even if it's just, also the daily quizzes. That's one thing. Oh, going in the yeah. class. There's always daily quizzes. Sometimes you can BS them, but other times you have to actually study. So. Yeah, some of them are super obvious. And some of them are like, what is adaptive radiation? And we were all like, huh? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so. But you'll be fine with daily quizzes, honestly. Like, they're not, they sound hard, but it's really just one question. And usually the answer is pretty obvious. But also sometimes. sometimes you sometimes you actually do need to do thorough reading. Another yeah. thing about the reading, it's like it's not as long as WEP. I'd say it's more interesting than WEP. Um, but that's just me. Uh, you'll you'll I think whoever's taking Viro, don't be nervous about it. But also don't go into the class with like a mindset that's just like, oh, it's just like a BS class, you know? It's really not. And mm-hmm. I think even if you're kind of taking it just as like an AP just to raise your grade, you're still gonna get something from the class, I think. Like, cause I, I know I was just like, uh, it's just Enviro. And um, I was more interested in biology at the time. But then learning more about the concepts and learning how it really does apply to everything I do and every single action humans make in the world, mm-hmm. like, it really, I guess it kind of opened my eyes to everything and it really did open my eyes to um how we can really improve the world if we tried but the thing is no one's trying so that's kind of the problem um yeah how did you guys feel about the ap test oh yeah it was good i didn't think it was yeah well okay we had an open note and i honestly Mm -hmm. think if i had to memorize all the information that would be really my friend and i we made a a study guide right it was like 90 something pages just because it was, like, all the content. We're like, okay, let's go through all the units and cover it. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, it, it might have been daunting if I had to memorize it all. Mm-hmm. But, hmm, I don't know. The thing that's nice, at least about Enviro, is it connects. So, if you know one topic, it might help you with understanding another topic. Mm-hmm. What yeah. helped me a lot, what was, like, the most helpful thing to me, even more helpful than Hymer's history, was... Um, college board so this year because of oh, coronavirus yeah. they had their own videos for every AP oh, test yeah. those were so helpful I don't they know if they're so still helpful. up I don't know if they're still up or if they like removed them but if they're still up please try and look at those because oh my god I they saved me they, yeah, they, they actually saved me because yeah. I remember looking through or like going through those videos um, and then I'd be like, oh my god, I totally forgot about that. And I know if I didn't watch that video, I wouldn't have remembered that. And, like, when it came to the AP test, they actually talked about what um, those college board people were talking about. So, mm-hmm. watch those if they were still up there. If they are still up there, yeah. Have fun. I love this class. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, AP comp side. Yay. Okay. Uh, AP Comp Sci. Um, 
Justin kind of took the course. Uh, uh, oh, Justin, you took the exam, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, did you self-study? Yeah. How did Justin's that go? God. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was all right, but only because I already had, like, uh, experience with programming already. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in that boat, then it'll be a breeze for you. Like, if you already understand a lot of... Um, if you, if you already have a lot of experience with Java programming or any object-oriented programming, then it'll be a breeze mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll talk about the course. So um, for Comps- AP Compsci A, it's going to be, um, as Justin mentioned, it's going to be learning about Java. And um, you have two teachers. You have Ms. Jaime and Ms. Madani. Um, I think I had to Ms. Jaime as my teacher. I think she was, in general, like the easier, um, the easier grading teacher. But I think Madani was also pretty okay for for comp- computer science. Um, I think the class in general is pretty like gently paced. I think um, because I uh, just one semester of uh, college computer science, so um, the pacing is going to feel quite comfortable, to say the least. Uh, for some more experienced people, I know it, it might feel a little bit slow at some times, but if you're new to coding and you're like a little bit intimidated by like the potential, the maybe some difficulties you're going to have, you can go into CompSci pretty comfortable. And um, I think the homework load is also pretty li- on the lighter side as very manageable. Um, on most nights, it's going to be just a reading assignment which um, I'm going to be perfectly honest here, I didn't really do for the entirety of the year, but it ended up being mostly okay. Uh, so I'm sorry, Ms. Jaime, uh, I never really did the readings, but I ended up being okay. Um, what was a really big, uh, like important thing to do is to uh, do all of, her, all of the like teacher assigned assignments, either on Replit or... Uh, on Blue Jay. Make sure you do those assignments on time. Um, and also, yeah, Blue Jay. <laughs> uh, lame, lame. But yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, a big part of the class's assignments is on um, partner programming, which is, a li- is the part of the class which is a little bit dumb, in my opinion. Like sometimes um, you get partners who are not really as motivated. And uh, it becomes a pain to kind of communicate back and forth, but in general, it was fine. The tasks are general are not that difficult, and then the coding is pretty simple. Uh, as for the AP test, I know Justin talked about um, the old AP test, but I think CompSci is. I think CompSci this year is also one of the tests that changed pretty significantly. Um, CompSci this year added, uh, like, pretty he- focused heavily on describing how we do code a, like, code a program rather than actually having you code the program, which didn't really make sense to me. Um, Wait, was it like, test it. like mm-hmm. describing it like with words or was it pseudocode? With words. Oh. So like, it would ask you to write the header for your code and then just describe it in words. How would you implement this piece of code to accomplish? Uh, like a task and you have to use you have to use coding like language you have to mention key terms and stuff like that but the the, the concept of the question didn't really make sense to me like why just didn't 
why don't you just have us like, actually write the code? So that's part of the test that didn't really make sense to me. But I have taken like practices from previous years while I was studying, and those made a lot more sense and was a lot more straightforward. It's just like I give you a question and you code a program for it, and it's like it's it's in general it should be pretty simple if you've listened throughout the year. Yeah, and it's really heavily. Um, it's really a lot of the focus is on object orient object oriented. Um, Program. Program. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Cool. So Justin and I took AP music theory. <laughs> um, I know this one's a little bit more obscure, um, but I think it was, I don't know. It was a nice class for me because it was kind of a nice, it was a nice break from all the academic, like, you know, memorize key terms, write an essay. All yeah. those things. And it was a good start to the day, too. Cause That's true. It was first it's period. first period. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good class. I liked it because there were a lot of times where we got kind of off topic a lot. But it was kind of funny. A lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> One thing that I think was really interesting, um, and I don't know if any other classes do this, but um, so Mr. Case, our teacher, um, like he made a lot of um, musical jokes, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they're called, what was it called? Were they just bad jokes? Oh, no. music theory, bad joke tally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, he used a lot of them as extra credit questions on our tests, um, which I think was pretty interesting. Um, for, yeah. the, for the unit tests themselves, um, I think, or I guess the content um, in, gener in general, um, our class this year, I think, was pretty good at um, asking questions a lot. Um, so, which helped us a lot because mm -hmm. um, a lot of the people who are like um, less willing to ask questions, like more shy, um, other people eventually asked the question that they were going to ask. Yeah. Uh, like that happened to me too. Um, so, um, Asking questions helps a lot because Mr. Case um, is like really knowledgeable in music. Mm -hmm. um, like he's the director for our freaking for, for our, our school bands and orchestras, right? Um, and like jazz and everything. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, if you ask like any question um, about anything music theory related, whether you're even if you're not covering that topic, um, like he'll give um, a good answer. And he's really, really, like, he's always saying, please ask me questions, things like that. Um, yeah. He's a really good resource. I remember I was super confused on instrument transposition. That's one of the concepts you're going to need to learn. It's not that yeah. bad once you get the hang of it, but I know at first I was super confused. Because, like, if you know anything about instrument transposition, you have C instruments, you have B-flat instruments, you even have F instruments. It's kind of hard to work with at first. And I just remember staying back and he like explained it so well. And he really makes sure he makes sure that you understand it. And yeah. he like really wants to help you. Um, I like that about the class. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes the class to, for me got a little boring, especially if you're not sitting next to people, you know, um, <laughs> uh, it's not that um, bad. That's usually I think that's usually because um, he sometimes goes over the same topics again, like just to make yeah, sure you got yeah. it 100%. But like for some people who already got it like 110%, they're like, 
oh man we got to do it again yeah but i mean it's just like for him to make sure everyone is on the same page um yeah. and also um for the content i feel like um at the beginning um it might be harder to learn some of the topics like not the the basic like topics at the very beginning like clefs and like notes and things mm -hmm. like that but um i'd say like first semester um it might be it might take a little longer to learn things but as you get going um you start to pick up the pace i think and um it, no it's a lot easier sorry yeah you don't have to pick up the pace but it's easier to learn new topics definitely um you get a lot of momentum yeah yeah and um also okay when i was going into music theory i was so scared about dictation so dictation is like mr case will play something and you have to write down the rhythm and the notes so i was super scared about that because i was like i don't have perfect pitch i don't know i don't know anything i'm gonna fail yeah, so if you bad have perfect pitch, it's so easy for oh you oh my god if you have perfect pitch you can like sleep through this class i promise um but for <laughs> us plebs that don't um dictation like once you get the hang of it it's really not that bad he'll um mr case gives you a lot of practice and it's always at varying difficulties too you know at first he'll like do just one note and just different rhythms and you're like okay yeah i got it um it will be at varying difficulties but also he recognizes when he's done something too hard and he gives you like reparations for that like let's say everyone failed this one quiz like he will he will round it <laughs> yeah. up like he's not he's he not cruel, you know <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah so don't be scared about dictation you're gonna get a lot of practice for that i'd say start working on interval um or just hearing intervals like if you go on to musictheory.net yeah. and then press on intervals and then you can just learn like oh this is what a major third sounds like this is what a minor six sounds like whatever um you can start that now if you want but honestly if you don't it's fine um yeah. but yeah i yeah, like yeah it is helpful um oh and then one more thing i would like to say i, I wasn't in mm -hmm. the class but um i was in wind symphony and then which uh, mr case was the director for and he mentioned this a lot that music theory gives you the option of like taking um ap and non-ap like side by side and oh, yeah. if you're not sure yeah if you're not sure whether to commit into it at first you can just take sign up to take the non-ap one because you receive the exact same like lessons you receive the same exact assignments it's just different in how he grades you and he makes the standards yeah. pretty clear and um in the first beginning of the in the first uh, few i think like one or two months he allows you to switch like um, between the AP and the non-AP yeah. version um, if you decide one is too hard or one is too easy for you. And I think that definitely is like a big incentive because it gives you a lot of flexibility, especially um, if you're taking music theory, perhaps as a junior, as you're like loading up your classes. And if you realize, oh, maybe I overloaded myself, then it, music theory gives you that option of like kind of Switching. cheating and then getting out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's important. I'd say like go... So for AP music theory, if you want to take AP music theory, you have to, um, at least, I don't know how it is for this year, but I know previously you had to go up to Mr. Case and be like, I want to take AP music theory. And then he'll sort of test you a little bit on just like 
so I have the scale, what's the relative minor, what's the fourth of it, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just that. It's not that bad. What are the sharps and flats? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not that bad. Um, but I'd say if you can do theory or do AP first, because it's easier to drop than go back up, you know? Um, but yeah, I think if you take this class, you'll enjoy it, especially because in the morning it's, it's nice to activate a part of your brain that you're not really going to use <laughs> for the rest of the Oof, day. The rest of the day. Yeah. 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 And it's just a fun overall class. Like mm-hmm. the people um, who take the class, they're probably like, going to be your friends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we're moving away from the artistic, the musical topics and we're moving into uh math math. calculus okay so calculus is kind of interesting because uh technically northwood doesn't offer ap calculus it's offered as college calculus taught by um taught uh in the chapman curriculum but it's basically the same thing you learn the exact same content as ap calc maybe in a slightly shuffled Mm -hmm. order but yeah it's kind uh, of, so if anyone, yeah. It's it's <laughs> Chapman Calc. Um, it covers almost everything you need to know for BC, because mm-hmm. for AP there's AB and the BC, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's a kind of like part one and two, um, in a sense. But mm-hmm. it covers almost everything that you need to know for BC, except BC you have to know like I think two more topics or two. two mm-hmm. more it's like one more, one or two more points that mm-hmm, that are covered. And then um, for the class experience, okay, first thing I'm going to say right off the bat, Miss um, Wang is a, a really Ms. awesome Wang. Ms. Wong, Ms. Wong, Ms. Wang. Some <laughs> people call her ever say that, she get mad. Dude, uh, I made that mistake at the beginning of the year. I, I said it just, like, for fun because I thought she'd be chill with it. She got mad at me, bro. Uh, oh, she was actually mad at you? Wait, did she, I like, mean, switch last think, names or uh, something? No, 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 no. It's just it's, pronunciation. Yeah, it's the pronunciation. It's W-A-N-G, yeah. so you, you think it's like Wang, but it's Wong. Um, it's like, I, because I think um, uh, she's like, I think she, she mentioned she was like a quarter Chinese, so like, uh, I wasn't uh, sure whether, which one she would prefer, but I mean, I think, I, I thought she was fine with that other one, but Miss Wong. Miss Wong is awesome teacher, by the way. Yeah. Just, just get that off from Miss Wong is super chill. Well, she's really chill until you start criticizing yourself. And then she's like, not chill. And she'll make you write a note. Wait. She'll make you write a very, very serious note and then pin you on the wall of shame for criticizing yourself. Oh, <laughs> that's kind yeah. of wholesome, but also kind of not. <laughs> that's so funny. Wait, Yonkan, have you ever gotten one of those yellow slips? No, no, I've um, actually never. We're yeah. clean. We're <laughs> clean, boy. <laughs> so basically what you get is uh, a list of I can statements. So you, on the list, it's like five five statements. Oh, like, we'll let I them find out exactly what it is. Oh, yeah, I'll, 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 let, yeah, you. Not... I'll, I'll let them find out what it is. Yeah. Okay, talking about the course, going back to the course. Uh, I think the pacing is generally pretty okay. If you've taken pre-calc at uh, Northwood, it's, the pacing is Do you pretty mean math four? gentle. EM3? EM3 or Math um, 4, either is fine. Pacing is very gentle. Um, and then I think Miss Swan generally does a good job of making sure you know the concepts and doing a lot of practice problems. Calc is a lot of practice problems. Oh, and also um, for the homework, 
Um, this applies to both music theory and calculus. Um, you technically oh. don't have to submit your homework um, until until the day of the test mm -hmm. for that unit. Um, but like, obviously, don't abuse it. But yes, you don't it. abuse it. Yeah, you can use it if you like. Mr. Case will get uh, so mad at you. <laughs> mad yeah. At uh, you. It's like um, it's she, um, yeah. It's kind of the same thing for calculus. Miss Wong won't really do anything about it except for like stare at you kind of angrily um, for like a moment or so. But yeah, if I, life I, is like, happening, yeah, not yeah. actually mad, yeah. but like mad. Like she's gonna pretend to be mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, if life is happening and it's difficult to keep up, like for a day or so, just use it and then to catch up. And then, but don't definitely don't abuse it because I have seen um, my some of uh, uh, some of my classmates who tried that, and then it didn't ended up it didn't end up being very well for them during the tests. So yeah. Oof. Oh yeah. How about the test? How, what do you think about the test? Oh, um, um, you mean the AP test? Like AP? No, no, just the just the general. Just did general you guys test. take oh, like AB or BC? It covers uh, so Northwood covers most of BC, so it's it's kind of like we we learned BC, but like we had to learn. But like, like a which test did you take? Plus. Oh, oh, BC. Both of us took BC. Yeah. So Justin, do you take AB as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said both? Uh, yeah. Why? Man. I like it. This no, man. I took it this year. Yeah, I took AB. Yeah. This year. Just for fun, bro. You took AB this year. We see a lot. Like true. The morning, the morning of, I think, um, the morning of BC, he was like texting me. He was like, "Bro, bro, bro, do you know how to do this for AB?" And I was like, "Bro, why are you taking AB <laughs> out for a while?" Yeah. Um. Uh, for the what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the actual no. like unit or the tests, the big big quizzes and tests. Big quizzes and midterms. Mm -hmm. Midterms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forgot about those. And then there's also the short quizzes, right? Or quick quizzes. Mm -hmm. Quick quizzes, yeah. quick quizzes. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> quick quizzes are super chill, and they're really, like, in my they're class, at least, um, we had, like, a bunch of, basically, my class had a lot of kids who, like, joked, joked around a lot. Like, they mm -hmm. still did well in the class, but, like, they were just, they made a lot of jokes. And then quick quizzes was the perfect uh, place for that. I don't know. It's, it's really chill, but obviously, it's, yeah. yeah, it's still part of the grade. It's, like, it's very entertaining. Yeah, and the quizzes are like one percent of a grade, right? Something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it's yeah, really small. Yeah. As for the actual, the big quizzes and the midterms, um, you get two midterms per semester, right? I think. Yes. And then yes. it's one big quiz for every mid uh, midterm, I think. So Is the it? two midterms split up the semester into three sections, and then it's mm -hmm. one big quiz per section, right? In between, yes. Yeah, so it's three total big quizzes and two midterms. And then the final for one semester. And then that times mm -hmm. two for the second semester. Mm -hmm. uh, How do you feel about the difficulty? Dude, I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I remember the midterms. Actually, I don't remember. <laughs> okay yeah, okay i'll talk about that <laughs> yeah i i generally thought they were they were pretty okay um uh in calc i think it's a little bit easier because you have to do a lot of practice problems via the homework anyways 
And um, the homework is kind of the part that it was like kind of a little bit annoying because homeworks are always um, a lot of questions and they're pretty long, but they're really helpful. They're really helpful. And then uh, make sure you check your answers using the answer key. Um, yeah, I kind of remember. Aren't the um, the quizzes and the tests, the midterms, they're basically pretty much like the homework questions, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. She's going to, yeah, she's going to take some of the most challenging homework questions or the most frequently asked about like homework questions, change up all the numbers, but keep like the general sense of the question and then maybe slap that onto either midterm or like uh, like a big quiz as like a bonus question. She writes all the questions. Mm -hmm. She writes all the questions. Yeah. And then generally she's a nice person. So generally. as the course, yeah, the course, yeah. In general. <laughs> in general, in general, a good person. I, I mean, I'm, uh, no, no, I'm saying that not, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm not saying that like, as in hinting that sometimes she's not a good person, but like in general, just saying in life and in school and then in teaching, like, uh, in, I, I don't think it's, yeah. Yeah, in, yeah. Okay. In terms of aspects, yes. Okay. Uh, About the AP yeah, test. For sure. How did you, how did you feel? Oh. It wasn't actually that bad um, for, okay. So obviously AB, since I took it this year, it was a bit, different um because it was because corona and everything but mm -hmm. a b and b c neither of them were really too terrible yeah um, i think um calc uh, is it's a lot it's it's a, a focuses a lot on structure of the test like you can expect some consistent questions that are always going to show up each year um, they're just yeah, going to change yeah. the numbers. And for Calc in particular, make sure to go back and study the real questions from every past AP test because those are pretty much going to be on this year's AP test or next year's yeah. AP test. Because the, uh, it, it doesn't have to really change. You're talking about the short, the short answers, right? Yeah, the short answers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They always have like those specific types. Um, so mm -hmm. it's a lot of number bashing. If you understand how to use like how to use what, when, um, based on what the question's asking, like, it's just all number bashing and it'll be a breeze for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, yeah, as I mentioned, it's always gonna be consistent questions. You're always gonna have to know McLaren, Taylor series. You're always gonna have to know oh, sure like, all of that already. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, apart from that, it should be a breeze. Yeah. Oh, and also, um, for the class itself, Miss Wong is going to yell at you a lot. In like, <laughs> but that's just there. Okay, there's like mad teachers yelling, and there's Miss Wong yelling. Okay. Um, you'll see. Yes. You'll see for yourself. Um, yeah. But it's pretty. It's, it's a overall. It's a. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. Yeah. It's a really good time. All right. Well, that concludes um, all the AP tests that we took. Um, were there any that we didn't get to? I know we didn't get to art that's... history or um, art history, or like AP portfolio I think art history, yeah. or photo photography. Um, we didn't talk about bio. Oh yeah, bio. But uh, not a lot of like juniors take bio. Juniors. I know some of them do, but I don't know. None of us did, so we weren't no, really at liberty <laughs> to talk about it. But I think we yeah. covered like a good amount, especially the most common or popular ones. So yeah, mm -hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope it was insightful. Um, hope you hope you enjoyed. enjoyed.
Yes. <laughs> make sure to give a listen. Yeah. Make sure to give a listen to our other episodes. This is our fourth episode, so go listen to the other three uh, if you yeah. haven't. And then uh, make sure to also follow us on our Instagram, uh, Adastra Studio Official. And uh, I swear we will change that username once we also, find another one. Our but... website is going to be launched soon, so definitely keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we're gonna be posting a story. Ooh. Yeah. Super excited. So yeah. Hope you all have a good night or day or morning or whatever time it is. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and we will see you later. Okay. Goodbye, Bye. everybody. See you.